as I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig, that was some outstanding stuff. Whatever, Kevin. You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. Alright, it is another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am Executive Editor Craig Galbraith. Joining me as always, the man considering a 2020 run this President's Day, our Business Development Director, Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? Hello, my name is Michael Kane. Kevin? Oh, wait, is, is this the Coffee Podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my, my bad. Oh, sorry about that. With with just getting back from Phoenix and everything going on with the show, all these new partners, exhibitors signing up day by day, it's hard to keep track of everything, and i, I got to keep my side gigs going, uh, seeing as how you're moving me off the marquee here, Craig. <laughs> Always making room for Digi and anybody else we got on staff. That's for sure. That's for sure. How you doing? <laughs> doing well, man. Doing well. Uh, just great to be back at the old home office, and things get closer and closer to uh, the show in Las Vegas. Just feeling great, man. And another thing that should be making you feel good is me going a little off-genre with the opening song there in honor of the recently completed Valentine's Day holiday. And in true Craig and Kevin fashion, it had to be one of the cheesiest songs of the love song genre. Very well done. Uh, You know, obviously, if you're a regular podcast listener, you know that Craig and I have a serious bromance going on, and we're we're not afraid to talk about it. I mean, it's a podcast host thing. What are you going to do? That's not what I was uh, thinking, Kevin. The the bromance on this podcast, I was really thinking more of me and Digi. You know, when it comes to digital service robot mascots. He's dreamy, too. Of course, that's what you meant, Craig. You and your dorky sci-fi love of bots. (laughs) I'm pretty sure our audience will be surprised to learn, though, Kevin, that you and I actually spent Valentine's Day together. Yes, as a matter of fact, we did, Craig. And, uh, you know, as I alluded to earlier on the podcast, the Channel Partners team, well, at least most of us that could make the trip to Phoenix, were there for an internal staff meeting kicking off the year so to speak. Also discussing some of the new big things that you're going to be seeing from Channel Partners and Channel Futures this year. It was it was honestly a great time. We were celebrating our number one love, which would be the channel, of course, Craig. Why wouldn't it be? How about you? Did you have a good time out there? I totally agree. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, it was also nice that I only had to drive about 30 minutes to get to the meeting, uh, whereas you had to fly, what, 2,500 <laughs> miles or so? Yes, you're lucky. Yes, but uh, yeah, it's exciting always to get together. It's going to be great to be able to implement some of the strategies that we discussed that some of the folks out there will see in the near future. Uh, the best part, of course, was getting out to Thursday night and socializing with the team. You know, we don't all get to see each other face to face very often. So you could say it was quite the love fest. <laughs> You certainly could. Nice tie-in with Valentine's Day there, buddy. The Channel Partners Conference and Expo in Las Vegas, April 9th through the 12th, was, of course, on the agenda for discussion. It's less than two months away now. I I can't believe it. And again, early April at Mandalay Bay, buddy. 
Yeah, we talked about it a little bit on the last podcast, but I think we've got to give the Business Success Symposium, which takes place on Precon Day, April 9th, some love. Well worth getting into town early for. It features three education tracks separate now from the outstanding conference tracks that we always have that begin on the 10th. These three tracks are specifically aimed at channel business leaders, sales and marketing, technology leader, and executive. All feature info that will take your business to the next level. We've got sessions on IT staff development, bad pricing strategies, and recession-proofing your company. That's just to name a few. And it's all available simply by signing up for an all-access pass. It's as easy as taking candy from, well, Kevin. <laughs> yes, Craig. That, that all-access pass is turning out to be an incredible value, like you know, $1 bacon fries, for example. <laughs> for the first time, all-access pass holders will be able to attend our awards ceremony, now known as, of course, the Digi Awards Named after this podcast, Humble Robot Mascot. I don't think he's so humble anymore. Previously, the awards had only been open to invited guests. Somebody better order some more food this time around, Craig. For sure. We're going to hand out about a dozen really cool Digi Awards that night, April 10th, at a fun networking reception. It should be noted that the application deadline just got extended to March 1st. So nice. there is Yes, March 1st. So there's still time for partners to be recognized in a number of categories for providing business value to their customers. You can go to channelpartnersonline.com or channelpartnersconference.com for more info. Always one of my fave events at the show, Kevin. Eat, drink, hand out awards, and be merry. What's not to like? It's just like the Emmys or the Oscars or the Golden Globes, only this is more fun. So why wouldn't you want to be there? <laughs> I'm really pumped to try that chandelier swinging contest that I suggested at the Digi Awards. Uh, sorry, I've been meaning to tell you, Kevin. That idea actually, surprisingly, was rejected. I think there was some sort of a liability issue there. That Great doesn't stuff. remind me, however, uh, later in the show, we're going to do a new segment. You remember that Amazon commercial from the Super Bowl, Kevin? I sure do. You know, all of the ideas for Alexa that didn't pan out? Well, we've had a few of those for our shows over the past few years. We're going to share some of those later. I think you'll find them interesting. That sounds like a lot of fun, Craig. Meantime, how about we get to some ideas that are really working in the channel and welcome in our first guest? Let's do it. All right, Craig, with that, please allow me to welcome in Jim Vicados. Jim is with Choice Business Connections. He is the national sales director over there. Uh, looking forward to having him into the coffee house here. How you doing, Jim? Doing great today, guys. How about yourself? Doing well. Before we get rolling here for the partners, I have a personal question I have to ask you as I have family on Long Island, and I'm just wondering, what do you think are the best bagels or pizza out there on Long Island? Where can we find that stuff? <laughs> I think you can pretty much pick up a pebble, throw it in any direction, and land in a good spot for bagel or pizza. I mean, that seems to be the thing when people decide to leave New York the first thing that they come running back to when they get off the plane. No doubt. Uh, I definitely, definitely feel that way. You just can't recreate what you get in terms of bagels and pizza out there. No way. So, Jim, for people who might not be familiar with Choice Business Connections, could you please provide us with a high-level overview of the company and your role there as National Director of Sales? So Choice Business Connections is a subsidiary of Choice Products USA. 
We're an exclusive master agent of T-Mobile, and the relationship dates back to the mid-'90s. We work with solution providers, resellers, phone rental companies, uh, and MSPs to provide wireless connectivity over a range of products, which could include a router for failover, which I'm sure will play very well at this particular show, down to sensors that need uh, low levels of data to connect their devices. So picture like a meter reading uh, device, a temperature sensor that might be in, or picture you know your oil and gas company reading your meter to see when was the last time you know you, you got oil and when do you need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my role here at Choice is twofold. So one, you know, the obvious, which is sales director, uh, you know, to drive sales and grow the business and bring on new partners. But also, you know, we have a great and diverse leadership team uh, that works very closely together. And I work behind the scenes as well to build out our products, our solutions, our strategy as we move forward as a company. We've been moving pretty quickly, and uh, it's been exciting over here. So wearing many hats, as you can imagine. No doubt. Jim, you started to talk about sensors there. You know, IoT is always a trending topic within the channel, one of my favorites. Uh, But partners, they seem to still be wrapping their heads around it just a bit as far as how to get started. How can Choice Business help partners get started with IoT? Great. Based on our long-term partnership with T-Mobile and now entering in the IoT space, we're able to sit down with customers, understand their solution, how it's used, how they provide it to their customers, and really work to understand you know, what type of rate plans they need, where they're going to be using them, and also help to give guidance. Uh, you know, we provide a high level of enterprise support, and you know, we're here as a partner more than anything else. That's great stuff, Jim. I do have to tell you, when I hear the word camp, I think, whoa, boy, there goes my summer spending money, as the kids are always signing up for their various sports and acting camps, respectively. However, I understand that Choice Business Connections version of camp is something that can actually help dealers and partners save money. Can you tell the audience a little about that? Camp is a game changer for Choice, and it's, it's really a major differentiator. You know, our, our Camp portal, it's fully integrated in with T-Mobile, and it allows our clients to manage our account more efficiently. So not only does it help them save money, but it helps them increase revenue as well. It allows them to do things like manage their usage, activate, file tickets, uh, move quickly to provide the best service for their customers. It's the fastest, easiest, and most profitable way for our customers to do business. I think in the MSP space where this will really play well, it has the ability to do hierarchies as well. And, you know, picture, you know, the carriers or the MSPs that have solution providers under them out selling their products. They'll be able to fully manage downstream as well. And when you said camp, Kevin, I was starting to think of, uh, you know, a campfire maybe getting set up at the uh, Channel Partners Conference and Expo. We roast some uh, marshmallows. Jim, you uh, set that up for us? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, get, I'll bring the s'mores. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I'll, br- I'll bring the bacon-wrapped scallops. We'll see what the fire marshal thinks of that. Anyway, speaking of the show in Vegas, uh, you're going to be on the show floor as an exhibitor as the event's just a couple months away. Why don't you tell partners about some of the exciting things they can expect to see from Choice Business at the event? Well, we're excited to connect with the partners and really show how Choice can help them increase the efficiencies and how they operate on a day-to-day basis and help them really drive revenue back into their business. Choice provides the best, most aggressive rate plans in the industry. We've got great compensation plans. And, you know, if you look at our tagline on our website, we always say that your success is our business, and we truly mean that. You know, we're, we're looking for partners. We're looking to help people expand their business portfolio and really help our partners grow and achieve all the goals that they have. Jim, sounds like a must-drop-by spot for partners. And for the partners out there listening, that'll be booth E5 right in the front row, just to your left as you walk in to see Choice and Jim and his team. So before we let you go, though, Jim, can you please let our partners know where they can find you and the Choice Biz team should they want to get in touch with you prior to the event? Uh, As always, people can reach out to me directly at my email, jim at choiceiot.com, or free to visit our website at www.choiceiot.com. 
and one of our solution consultants will reach out to assist. They'll get a real good uh, abreast of a view of what we do, our partnership programs, as well as the services that we offer. Meantime, I'm going to be planning my trip to Long Island for a, a tour of the bagel shops and the pizza places. Let's do it. Just make sure you diet about a week before. <laughs> Sounds good. Diet? I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, Jim, thank you so much for joining us here today and telling the partners all about Choice Business Connections. Really looking forward to seeing you at the show. Thanks. We're excited to be there. Craig, awesome stuff as always from Jim with Choice Business Connections. Uh, just great to have him in the studio here. Yeah, I really enjoyed the information he shared about IoT. Probably the most exciting new tech out there, at least as far as I'm concerned. And it was great to learn some ways partners can start to dip their toes in the water if they haven't already. As well as knowing that it can save partners money. Choice's version of camp has to be music to partners' ears. And one time, at band camp? Now in what we called the A block back when I was in the news biz, that was the first part of the podcast, I teased another brand new segment that I'd like to call Denied. That's right, Craig. These are ideas that were presented by staff members for the Channel Partners Conference and Expo and Channel Partners Evolution that were first considered to be genius. But then, once we thought long and hard about them, decided maybe they weren't so great after all. You might say this keeps up with our theme of the podcast, as these are ideas that got no love. Okay, so Kevin, this first one dates back to 2009, so 10 years ago. This was a few years before you joined the CP team. Are you familiar with the Vuvuzela? Oh, yeah, from the World Cup back then, man. That's the really loud plastic horn that they play during soccer matches sometimes. Yes, the very one. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now, 2009 was the year that this horn became very popular. Unless, of course, you were sitting right in front of one. Anyway, we've talked about how pumped we get for the expo hall at our shows, the countdown to the opening and all. Well, the team decided for that show in 2009, they would hand out Vuvuzelas to everyone at the entrance to the hall. Well, Craig, as my longtime idol once said, Yes, I think you can see where this is going. It turns out the exhibitors trying to talk with partners weren't too keen on carrying on conversations with those going off all the time. Want a piece of me? You got it! And having a pub crawl along with it didn't help much. Fortunately, however, we tested this in advance at the National Librarians Convention and discovered that our show might not be the best fit for such a promotion. Uh, I can imagine. Good call there, Craig. Okay, I see where we're going with this, so I think I've got one. Okay. This one was from 2016, you may recall. Again, another not-so-great idea taken from popular culture. Craig, as you know, I love me some America's Got Talent. We featured the channel's Got Talent on our podcast last year. AGT might have been at the height of its popularity when Simon Cowell became a judge on the U.S. version of the show for the first time. Someone had the great idea of adding keynote judges to our show, including a golden buzzer that rained gold confetti down on the opening speaker on the first day of the show. It wasn't until we actually tried this during the dry run the day before and discovered that cleaning up a ton of gold confetti actually created quite a delay between speakers. Do you want to know how I feel about you? Do you? Tell me. I tell you right now. Hmm. Yeah, I can see how that would be a problem. And this wasn't considered until it was tested at the event the day before? Well, you know, everyone's got a lot on their minds leading up to the show, buddy. 
<laughs> Indeed. All right, we'll fill you in on one more of these not-so-loved ideas, but not till after we hear from our next guest, who would certainly be worthy of a golden buzzer on this podcast. Though compared to you and me, who would get four X's in the first few seconds, that's not necessarily saying much. <laughs> All right, Kevin, time to welcome in our next guest. It is Rick Beckers, who's not only a member of our Channel Partners Advisory Board, he's just started up a new business, X as One. He's here to tell us all about it. But first, Kevin, you know what this means. Rick's been on the show before, so we've got to hit him with the brand new sound effect we've got for anybody who's been on the show more than once. hoo <laughs> Excellent. So, Rick, tell us, you've changed up the channel model a bit with this new business of yours. Uh, why don't you explain what it's all about, how it's different, and what uh, spurred the idea to do this? The new company, XS1, is kind of an evolution and a collision of everything that's going on in the world as it pertains to what everybody has hung uh, the name Industry 4.0 on, right? The digital transformation of every industry in the world, and, and we are in the digital world, uh, and have been, you know, for a long time, and that our channel vendors and agents and partners, you know, are all selling technology things. But the digital transformation has turned everything from what used to be an on-premise world to a hybrid world, and and now you'd be hard-pressed to find a technology offering that, if it isn't already subscription-based, uh, the vendors, you know, procuring or selling those things are already working on how they can make their wares subscription-based. So XS1, and it's xaas1.com, just X being all technology, the AAS is a popular acronym for everybody knows as a service. And what we're doing is evolving the channel at the master agency uh, hang a new name on it, call it digital distribution layer, with the effort of making things more efficient, easier to manage, easier to sell, for sure, uh, easier to find, you know, just easier in general. And we're doing that by introducing a single sign-on digital distribution platform. In a nutshell, it's a single sign-on portal a web platform and single sign-on should appeal to everybody because everybody who's been in the channel and, and is selling you know their wares whether they're carriers or data products or hosted void products or SaaS products it doesn't matter everybody's got a portal and you have to log into their portal and sometimes many portals sometimes they have a marketing portal and then an ordering portal our portal is the single sign-on portal we're putting all of our vendors into one portal you log in one time and all of your relationships and assets are seen there for you to place orders, provision products. That's a big goal of ours. You're not only going to be able to order, but you're going to be able to provision right in the same single pane of glass. And then, of course, post-sale and, and when it gets down to the analysis of, of what you've sold and what you've made, uh, you'll also have the ability to manage all of your assets, your, your digital assets in that same portal. That sounds amazing, and I'll tell you, I think you're trying to move me even further off the marquee because I, I think I heard Digi doing backflips over all this digital transformation yeah. talk, and um, he, he was loving it. 
So I, I didn't think of it, but 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 a great tie-in, and, and all the more reason why I think I need to hang up here soon and, and go apply for one of them awards, just for having said Digi so many times in a sentence. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. We appreciate the plug. You know, we had interviewed you, Rick, for an article on Channel Partners Online last month, and, and in that interview, uh, you were laser-focused on how important it is these days to make it easier for partners to be able to upsell and cross-sell. Can you expand on that for our listening audience? So imagine, again, if you will, single sign-on. You, you, you log into a portal, mine, whoever's, and if you have the ability to see all of your products and products that you haven't even necessarily ventured into, ordered yet, uh, and you can do RFQ-type research on what's out there, those vendors that reside on that platform now benefit from the combined mouse clicks and eyeballs of everybody who goes to the platform. So I'll give you an example. If I have an agent uh, in Pennsylvania who comes to me and says, Rick, I want to buy a thousand copies of Microsoft Office and I want to run them through the portal. And he goes in there and he, he gets it all set up and entered and, and uh, provisioned and happy as a clam and he happens to be in there and comes across some information about Axiant's uh, business continuity and business disaster recovery products and piques his curiosity and he starts digging into it and then he engages with us to find out what the background is on that product and looks at the marketing materials. He joins into some of the webinars. I mean, we've cross-sold that agent on something that didn't have an interest in when he got there, uh, but he found it while he was in there. And we're going to do that on the portal by not just offering uh, one or two different types of products that agents sell, but we're going to try to cover the gamut. And you know, I don't have it memorized, but you know, just off the top of my head, we already have cloud. So in, in our portal today, we have Microsoft, you know, Azure products, and uh, AWS, and Google, uh, many of the national data centers and uh, lots and lots of even the local and regional data centers who procure those cloud products. We also have business continuity and disaster recovery products. We have security products. We have hosted telephony products. We have carrier products. We're going to go into and create a specific MSP tools category. And, and you guys know I'm the CEO of CloudTech One and the CloudTech One's an MSP, and so I've got a lot of experience in that area, and I know what it takes to become efficient and, and profitable. And so we're going to not just put specific vendors in there with a bias, but we're going to put a, a broad range of products in there. And let's, let's say we get all the PSAs and you know, a bunch of the RMMs and, and uh, all of the spam filtering and antivirus and all the stuff that those guys use day in and day out, and maybe some network diagnostics, and so on. And so you'll have the ability to go into it, into the portal and look at these different categories and find what it is that you want. You can build out quotes right within the portal that you can then pass off to your customer. Or if you have a project and you don't exactly know what you need, we even have an RFP uh, or RFQ capability where you can go in and fill out what your customer's requirements are and even attach documents to support that. Then it'll be passed off to the architects, X as one, to help you develop what 
that solution might be. So this is the traditional role of a, a master agency. We still play that, and we still have our technical team and our back office and customer service and all that. But we've layered in this tool to make the, the easy stuff even easier. And then we turn that around and, and provide it to you and help you get to the table to close the business. Hey, Rick, you mentioned Microsoft briefly there. Um, they're doing some interesting things. I know virtual desktops coming out shortly. Uh, they and some other big boys in the channel uh, that I understand could make a business like yours take on some even more significance. Can you maybe talk about that? You're absolutely right. You know, there are many reasons why we decided to do this. Uh, some I've mentioned, but you know, one of them that hit home for us at CloudTech One and in my pocketbook was, you know, Microsoft going to a SaaS model and a direct model for a lot of their business just decimated many of the partners out there who counted on the client and server software licensing and the services to install that. And, you know, that is just evaporating as fast as can be. And so if you don't have this capability like we do to sell their SaaS model and support it, there's just going to be a lot of a lot of MSPs out there that are going to suffer, and they need to reinvent themselves. Uh, I think that our platform gives them that capability quickly, uh, eliminates a lot of the learning curve, and uh, makes the information available and understandable. That's happening all over the place. Change of the model from a, back in the day, we were VARs. Remember, you had to be a value-added reseller. And then we were MSPs in order to be able to get some monthly recurring revenue in order to hold on to our businesses. And you know now that monthly recurring revenue that many times consisted of the services uh, that we would charge customers included desktop support. Well, when Microsoft goes virtual desktop, that desktop support, while it won't entirely evaporate, it will continue in what I call the race to zero. So desktop support, once upon a time, you used to be able to charge you know, $99 per seat. And now I would say that it's down to somewhere in the realm of $40 per seat. Well, when it goes to BDI, and you know, all, they've got Microsoft there to support them, you really all you're providing them at that point is vendor management so that they don't have to pick up the phone and call Microsoft and you know, and perhaps some software pushing and and patching and and things like that in the virtual desktops in the cloud. But you're not going to be able to charge anywhere close to that amount of money. And so, you know, again, these are just more red flags for me as to as to why the industry needs to go in the model that we're going to make things more efficient, so that you can do more with less and get it done better, easier. Partners got to love that. Uh, you know, you said race to zero, and, and here all this time I thought that was reflecting Craig and I's bank accounts. Uh, it's always a race to zero. <laughs> You're not getting paid <laughs> as big on this podcast as I am? Uh, you should have reviewed your contract, buddy. <laughs> Negotiation, not my strong suit. <laughs> so, Rick. So we'll have if, podcasts out there on the, on the platform as a, you know, the service that can be bought on a subscription. And <laughs> there you go. I like it. A pass, <laughs> if you will, as in, you know, every partner would pass on paying for that. But, 
But, you know, Rick, if people didn't know much about XS1 up to now, they will learn a lot more at the upcoming Channel Partners Conference and Expo in Las Vegas. Thank you very much. Uh, XS1 will be a signature sponsor and have a huge booth right up in the front there that will be hard for partners to miss. What do you plan to tell the crowds that happen to stop by your booth, which I'm sure there will be many? At the show, we are going to be actually showing the product live. We will be talking to vendors about getting on the platform and uh, discussing with them you know, all of the things that we just talked about, which in most cases are, are obvious. We've been talking to vendors for many months now and signing MSAs with a lot of them in order to get them on board pre-conference, pre-channel partners. We will be signing up agents and master agents even. You know, we've, we've thought this through on all, all levels. We already have many master agents who are willing to enter into uh, bilateral agreements with us to sell our products on our portal or their products on our portal. My relationship, my product, is something that I am exclusive to. Nobody else can get at it. But at the same time, I'm willing to open it up to others. And anybody who has a product that that wants it on a platform like this should come and talk to me, and uh, we'll see what we can work out. And then, of course, agents, why do they come to Channel Partners? They come to Channel Partners because they want to get better at what they do. They want to learn more about the industry and ways to make more money faster. All of those things are what we're going to be talking about in the booth. We're going to bring four of our key vendors with us and put them on the corners of that massive 30 by 30 booth next to AT&T right up front. You'll get a chance to meet them. You get a chance to to talk to them about their experience getting on XS1. They'll even be able to show you their products and services on the platform. And then you can even register. If you want to register to uh, be a member of the site and, and get an instance of the site for yourself, you can do that there. That is some exciting stuff. Uh, we are certainly pleased with your presence coming up at the Channel Partners Conference and Expo. Congratulations to this point on the new business, and we thank you for your time today. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you in April. Really interesting to hear about this new type of digital distribution from Rick there, Kev. He seems to have his pulse on the direction of the channel with this new business. Most certainly, Craig. Looking forward to seeing how those partners will embrace it coming up at Channel Partners. You know, speaking of channel partners, I just booked my ticket to Vegas last week. Uh, any chance I could crash at your high roller suite? <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? They're, they're putting me in a one bunk room in the Excalibur, buddy. <laughs> I got to walk. <laughs> All right, we promised one more idea from shows past that crashed and burned, but fortunately never made it off the cutting room floor. Come to think of it, Craig, should we really be acknowledging these not-so-loved ideas? Come on, Kev. Maybe our audience can learn something and not make these almost mistakes that we did. And by we, of course, I mean other people at Channel Partners. You and I never would have come up with such lameness. <laughs> well, what is this, uh, 53 episodes of lameness now? But uh, I guess I'll say, well put. <laughs> okay, let's have it. <laughs> so, well, this one actually was suggested by you and me. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. <laughs> yeah. Remember, it was just a couple of days ago, in fact. We decided we would register for a mammoth 40 by 40 booth at the show. You know, a place with a lounge where people could sit, 
plug into a number of docking stations and listen to Coffee with Craig and Kevin episodes 1 through 53 from beginning to end? Oh, yeah. That was an awesome idea. What happened to that? Well, turns out there were two issues. First, somebody floated the idea that maybe nobody would want to do that, thus making it an air quote waste of expo floor space. Really? I find that one hard to believe. That being said, I was ready to work around that, being the creative gent that I am, until I found the balance they gave me on my company credit card wasn't enough to cover the cost anyway. Uh, Yeah, they said I could use my personal card, but then I thought, our loyal listeners might think we're selling out, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm ready for all that attention anyway, Craig. I might feel like a 90s rock star overwhelmed by multi-plantum success. On to other ideas, I guess. Yeah, oh well. Anyway, you can find the archive of Coffee with Craig and Kevin by going to SoundCloud or iTunes and typing in Channel Partners Online. Of course, you can always find our podcast as well on ChannelPartnersOnline.com. But before we go, everyone, I have to cue you into a little love ballad from Craig's favorite band of all time, Air Supply. (laughs) Uh, You know I'll get you back for this one. Have a good one, everybody. See you next time. Take her easy for the rest of us. So big.